Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Blake Harris, our Dodger Insider, will join us in about two minutes. Laura, what do you got? All right. I know we always complain about gas prices, but unfortunately, we're going to keep... Well, Sedano, not so much anymore, but we will continue to, um, you know, cry about them because starting tomorrow, there is another state tax that's going to go on, that's going to increase gas prices. And from what I read, it could be anywhere from like four cents to about 15, 20 cents a gallon. Come on. In the Mm -hmm. state of California? Yeah. For reals, weren't we talking a few mm-hmm. months ago about the governor like returning money to people because gas prices were mm-hmm. so high? Yep. That never happened. No, no, no. Instead of coming down, they did for like, you know, a few days or whatever. But now, starting tomorrow, California's gas tax is about to go up. So we're going to pay more at the pump again. That's so insane. You know, the other day I, I uh, filled up at Costco and I paid five ninety a gallon, and I was like, "Oh my God, gas is so cheap here! It's only five ninety a gallon." And when I filled up my car, and it was at ninety eight dollars when my previous fill up was at one hundred and ten, I was like, "Oh my God, that's so cheap! I, are we out of our minds?" Well, he, the the response from the governor is that, and the legislature is that they don't want to suspend the sales tax. Uh, the state tax on gas because they don't trust the big oil companies to actually pass the savings on to drivers. They he, they believe they'll just raise the prices. Mm. I don't know, man. Gas prices out. But we, of I, I kind of I can understand that. You know what I mean? Like, do you trust like the gas companies to like not raise the prices if they suspend the tax? George, honestly, I'm having a hard time trusting anybody. Oh, but that's my point. Especially when it comes to gas prices. And I don't know whose fault it is. I don't know who's to blame. Oh, I think the oil no. companies are are just giving it to us. Oh, it's not the media's fault? No, it's definitely no. not. I just usually blame the, the media. media. I just said that the, the no. media for everything. gas and oil. Just blame the yeah. media. Yeah. No. It's always the easy route for sure. Right. Blame uh, the media. By the way, speaking of easy, we want mm-hmm. you to win something. We want you to win our ESPN LA Dream Ticket Sweepstakes. Here's what you got to do. Join the ESPN LA Street Team Friday, July 1st. Tomorrow at Ramirez Liquor from 2 to 4 in the afternoon, presented by Jim Beam and Hornitos Tequila. Then find the secret code word for your chance to win two tickets to experience the best baseball players in the world, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink, wink. Then text the the secret code that you get there when you arrive at the Van Hit to this number, 40705. So it's a little bit of like a wild goose chase here. Um, so you text the code, the secret code you get to 40705 to enter our ESPN LA Dream Ticket Sweepstakes. We've also been giving away ESPN LA swag to add to your collection when you get there. So see you at Ramirez Liquor at 2765 East Olympic Boulevard on Friday, July 1st from 2 to 4 p.m. All right. We need to apologize to this man. Blake Harris, our Dodger insider. We, um, first of all, Laura didn't have your number. That's on us. My bad. Uh, Lin- Lindsay's My out beat. today. And uh, we screwed up, and we also just started talking because we had been talking nonsense for 30 minutes, and we were like, oh, we should probably get back to UCLA and and the whole basketball stuff, and then forgot that it was your segment, which we should have never done. So if you never want to appear again or want to take, like, you know, I don't know, fine us in some way, shape, or form, you, you are allowed to at this point. It's deserved. Oh, good. No, you guys are, I mean, with, with all the news going on today, I mean, this is like one of the craziest days in sports that I can remember between the Durant, you know, debacle, everything going on with UCLA, USC. I was thinking, man, the Dodgers, there's no time for the Dodgers tonight. So all good guys. No, no hard feelings here. Okay. Well, thank you, buddy. And Blake again, normally appears 545 every Thursday. So we screwed up. He's on the next segment. So this Freddie Freeman thing. Now, you know, this is our opinion or my opinion. And Cappy and I, I think we're on the same page on this was, to me, this became a big deal, not when he was there having his emotional moment in Atlanta, although that felt like, oh, wow, like, okay, that, that really meant a lot to him. And it was understandable. A guy can be a little homesick. I get it. You know, he was there for 15 years or whatever. 
But when Clayton Kershaw made his comments about, you know, we're a pretty good team too. I don't want to be second. We don't want to be second fiddle. I'm like, ooh, that's pointed in like a nice way, but absolutely pointed. So when that happened, did your antenna raise as well? It definitely did because Clayton Kershaw is not the kind of guy that you often hear a lot of quotes from. Usually you hear what he has to say in the Toads game presser after a start. Outside of that, you rarely hear from the guy. So when you hear Clayton Kershaw, Mr. Dodger himself, coming out and saying, we don't want to be second fiddle, that, that definitely raised some eyebrows because now you're thinking, okay, are the guys in the clubhouse, are they getting upset by this? Are they starting to go, wait, Freddie, like, we're your teammates now. We're your boys. Do you not want us? Is there a problem here? So, yeah, I didn't think much anything of it because, again, him crying last week in Atlanta, totally understand it was an emotional thing. But the way it's been dragging out, and, yeah, hearing potentially teammates getting upset by it, uh, it definitely raised my eyebrows when I heard it coming from Kirsch. But did you guys read that um, all this controversial uh, rumors about the agent that represented Freddie Freeman, Freddie Freeman is the same agent for Clayton Kershaw. Did you guys hear about that? Have you guys read that anywhere? Same yeah. agent? Yeah, they also, had, right. They're both. Well, they were both. Re- right, yeah, right, they right. were both represented by Excel. Yeah. So, and Danzy Swanson, uh, Danzy Swanson of, uh, of the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, is that it just seems like there's something really weird going on. I feel like, you know, the, the whole th- leaving Atlanta, Freddie Freeman, something seems wrong in the clubhouse. And by the way, he's performed. Um, all we've heard is, is just the one thing from Kershaw, but I don't know. There's something, don't you guys feel like there's something weirder going on? I mean, the good thing is that like you mentioned, Scott, at least he's performing. I mean, if he was having like the worst season of his career, then I think Freddie would be the most hated man in LA. The good thing is he's still putting up some all-star numbers, but yeah, this whole thing, it's just weird because, you know, everyone knew the second that Freddie signed with the Dodgers, the Braves didn't want him. The Braves opted to not re-sign him. They opted to trade for Matt Olson. So everyone knew that, you know, the Dodgers weren't Freddie's number one option. Everyone knows that. The Dodgers fans were okay with that. Everyone knows that he wanted to go back to Atlanta. So it's not like a big surprise that, you know, the Dodgers were the second option. But it's kind of weird that this is, again, getting dragged on more when this was a story that we already knew about. But now it's kind of seeming like, okay, actually, did he really want to go to Atlanta? And the agent just didn't tell him something or the Braves weren't telling him something because someone's lying, whether it's, Freddie Freeman, whether it's the agent, whether it's the Braves, because all of these stories coming together, they don't add up. So it's just a matter of this point, who's lying. I mean, at this point, it's done. It's a thing of the past. You know, every day there's something new that comes out. There's a new statement. So hopefully it blows over by tomorrow. But I wouldn't be shocked if tomorrow something else unfolds with this entire debacle. But it's weird. Like, this isn't something we've really ever seen in recent memory between a player, a team, and an agent let alone a respectable agent that I think even earlier, Derek Jeter came out um, and he used to be represented by this agent Mm -hmm. and said, I've been, I've known this guy for 30 years. This is not like anything he's done. So who's lying? Like, you know, we're, there's there's, no one knows. And it's kind of, like I said, annoying at this point, but it's it's like high school drama and hopefully it comes to an end, but I don't know. Uh, I agree. That's exactly what I equated it to um, yesterday was high school drama. Um, Now, do you think Freeman needs to address this with the media? I, I don't know because, I mean, you know, he's already said as much as he, I guess, needs to say. And whether or not, you know, it's something that he wants to personally address, I think he's probably talked to his teammates about it. I know yesterday uh, he was asked by reporters and he declined to comment. I don't think so because, again, I, I don't think it's something that needs to be addressed because, again, we all know that the Braves didn't want him. The Dodgers were a second option and he came home. So, you know, he's not really providing anyone with any new information. I think the agent said all that can be said. I think Freddie said that all can be said. Maybe the Braves are holding something back. I mean, then again, the way they kind of screwed him over with the whole Matt Olsen thing, I wouldn't put it past them to, you know, potentially doing something shady behind the scenes. So I don't think he needs to address anything. Just, again, hopefully, you know, he can't really put this in the past because every day, you know, something else is coming out, whether it's the agent or someone else. So maybe if there's a 24-hour stretch, where we don't hear anything about the story, uh, it'll blow past. But until we go 24 hours without the story adding on, I'll believe it when I see it. All right, Blake Harris, big series starts tonight. For all the news today, USC, UCLA, NBA free agency, this is taking a back seat. But this is a really, really big series starting this weekend between the Padres and the Dodgers. I just read that Manny Machado will be in the lineup hitting number two as a DH tonight for, for San Diego, which you know he's been out for the last 10 days. 
So handicap it for us. How do you expect it to go down? Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. I mean, this is only the second meeting of the season between these two teams. And, you know, we're nearly three months into the season. So it's going to be great seeing these two teams go out at the first meeting at Dodger Stadium. A four-game series, I mean, it's a big one. This could impact the NL West race for, you know, a few months or so if one team's able to take three or four, one team's able to sweep. It's going to be an interesting test because the Dodgers and Padres, they've been battling injuries. They've been dealing with a lot. And I think it's going to be a fun, fun matchup to see these two teams go at it. And like I said, a lot can be impacted by the NL race between the series. And hopefully, you know, this is a uh, small sample size of uh, what we can expect come September. I think they meet like three or four different times in September. So hopefully this is a nice little preview, but I'm looking forward to it. It's the biggest series of the year for the Dodgers by far. Um, I saw your most recent post, and you can go uh, and make sure you subscribe to Blake's great work. We support him. Well, at least I do. Uh, Cappy doesn't really. Uh, But his Substack is great, and you can follow him there. at Substack or go to his Substack, Substack.com and look for Blake Harris and you can see his great Dodger work there uh, or follow him on Twitter at the very least at Blake Harris TBLA. Uh, tell people about what you've been discussing with uh, my boy Gavin Lux and I say that facetiously because I'm not the biggest Gavin Lux guy, although he has been performing more recently, it seems like. Yeah, George, I need to go back to that episode when you asked about Lux and see what his numbers look like since that episode because I feel like he's hitting about 400 uh, since we initially (laughs) talked about him. But, yeah, it's an interesting thing with Gavin Lux because, you know, we talked about it about a month ago. He hasn't quite lived up to expectations, but he's quietly been really good this season. He has the second-best on-base percentage on the Dodgers, higher than Trey Turner, higher than Mookie Betts, higher than Will Smith. He's been fantastic, but for some reason, he's been hitting ninth. Now, back in the good old days of baseball, and I'm talking maybe, you know, just five years ago, when you have a guy that is the second highest on base percentage on the team, usually you hit a lot higher than ninth in the lineup. But I guess the Dodgers, Dave Roberts, they have a strategy. The analytics back it up. You want him hitting ninth. So that way, he's right in front of guys like Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, Will Smith, which I totally get behind. My only problem is, is when they start hitting him seventh or eighth, because then you're having automatic outs behind him which defeats the whole purpose of, you know, hitting him at the back of the lineup. I think when you have a guy that's getting on base at an all-star level, he should be higher in the lineup, especially considering some of the names they've been throwing out there. But like I said, essentially are nearly automatic outs at this point. So Gavin Lux is having a fantastic season. I mean, for the most part, his, his, his numbers are all-star level, just needs to hit a few more home runs. But for some reason, again, the Dodgers have this strategy, hitting him dead last in the lineup. But like I said, if the analytics back it up, I can get behind it. But, Uh, I do have some questions with it, but then again, these guys are getting paid millions of dollars to make these decisions, and we're not, so we're just going to have to trust them on this. Mm, Are we? Probably not, but we got to say we are. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so looking forward to this series. I I really am. And tonight, by the way, if you're the Padres, if you got one really good shot, tonight's your night uh, because the pitching matchup is very favorable tonight for San Diego. It'll be more favorable tomorrow for the Dodgers. And then over the course of the weekend, man, these are these could be toss-ups. They really could be. Yeah, tonight's going to be an interesting one. Joe Musgrove, I know a lot of people are really high in him. I know, Scott, especially you're a particular fan of Joe Musgrove. You like can make the, the case he's been the, best, he's been the best starter of the National League this season, and he's going up against Mitch White, where Mitch White's no slouch. Love Mitch White. But the Padres, they have the advantage tonight. But all these pitching matchups, you know, over the next four games, even though both teams are not fully healthy, these are some pretty good pitching matchups. And like you said, any game, even tonight you can make the case to be a toss-up because anything can happen in a rivalry game. But these four games, they're going to be exciting. You're going to get both these teams giving it their all. And nobody wants to beat the Padres more than the Dodgers. Nobody wants to beat the Dodgers more than the Padres. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully, you know, we get some uh, – I'm not hoping for a benches-clearing brawl, but I hope we see some passion out there. I want to see these two teams because – these are the two best teams in the division, maybe the two best teams in the entire National League. I want to see some passion out there on the field because, again, you only get so many of these matchups, and this is the first one of the year at Dodger Stadium. Blake Harris, he's our Dodger insider, joins us every week, normally at 545, unless we're idiots and we forget, um, on Thursdays. Or if a lot so, of other stuff is happening, George. Well, Come on. I mean, we're, all, it's, we're idiots. Let's just be honest with you. It's fine. Like we, we, you know, we, can, we should be able to agree on that. But nonetheless... Um, he does fantastic work. You should subscribe to his Substack. Go to Substack.com and uh, type in Blake Harris on the search. 
or follow him at the very least on Twitter at Blake Harris TBLA. My man, thank you so much. Always appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a great week, and congrats on all the awards you guys won last week at the Mandy's. Best show out there on ESPN LA. Everyone deserved it. Major congrats to all those that were involved. Wow, thank you, my bud. man Balake. Yeah, that's, that's the way to finish things off right there, George. <laughs> yes, it is. Balake. Uh, all right, coming up next, let's get back. UCLA, USC, and how seismic a move this actually is and how it's shook up the college sports landscape next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Baby. Mm. Mm. Go, Cappy. Crank it up, Laura. <laughs> See, I don't really know the words yet, <laughs> but you no, see, we, we were tell. talking about songs of the summer. Yeah, this is one for sure. This is when songs of the summer become said songs of the summer. Yeah. Because it's going into the 4th of July weekend. Yeah. It's hot outside. Yeah. I mean, it's staying light till 830 in the evening. Yeah. Kids are out of school. Yeah. Feels good. Summer feels good. I love summer. Bop, bop, bop. By the way, happy birthday today. Without Lindsay here today, we didn't have all the birthday and this day in history and all that stuff yet. Um, we, we've kind of neglected that. A uh, couple of birthdays that are notable today. You ready, Cappy? Tell me. Let me hear you. you got. Mike Tyson, your boy. Look at me, man. Look at my eye. Look at me, man. I got to go home to my kid. Look at me. He got another ear. I'm ready to fight. He don't want to fight. Somehow you made that Mike Tyson turns into um, like an Adam Sandler character. Listen, we had the 25-year anniversary this week of Tyson Holyfield and the ear biting. Yeah, It gave me an opportunity to go back and watch all that stuff. You know, the Jim Gray interviews. Mm -hmm. God, I loved Mike Tyson back then. Yeah, Look at me, man. Look at my eye. Uh, You totally sound like Adam Sandler. Look at me, man. And the Waterboy or something. Yeah, a weird Adam Sandler. It's really ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, Michael Phelps' birthday today, 36. Michael Phelps. Yeah, man, by the way, man. Tyson, Tyson 55, Phelps 36. Uh-huh. Uh, I had a buddy of mine a couple years ago go to uh, Halloween as Michael Phelps. Dude shows up in a full-on Speedo, like a little teeny tiny one. But is he, like, ripped like Michael Phelps? Not even close. This guy's oh, about funny. 6'2 and about 280. Shows up in a tiny little Speedo and, like, a whole bunch of gold medals wrapped around his neck. That's a great Halloween costume, especially if you're not ripped. Yeah, I would agree. And then the last one, also, um, I don't believe you know this particular person all, right, give all me, that let well. Me hear, let me hear the name. But you know his dad, obviously, uh, Cody Rhodes, 36 years old today. You telling me, doth the road the American dream? Yeah, his son. You don't know about hard times, daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times. Or when the auto workers are out of work and hard times. It when a man has worked in a job for 30 years. 30 years. They give him a watch. They kick him in the butt and they say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard times. That's hard times. Oh, God, that felt so good. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It just felt so freaking good. Seriously, like my shoulders may have been in my ears. I'm like completely relaxed right now. That was so. How good was that? That was good. How do I remember this stuff? I mean, you know. I've been losing a lot of short term memory lately, but the long term is still there. Yeah. Good for you, Cappy. Thanks, man. All right. Uh, so, anyway, yeah. uh, today, in the, I'm, I'm going to do this real quick and then we'll get to the USC stuff. Um, the today in uh, major events from history, uh, the book Gone with the Wind was published. Uh, J.K. Rowling's uh, the first Harry Potter book was also published. Interestingly enough, mm-hmm. uh, let me see. Uh, the Corvette 
1953 debuted. George, listen, all of these things that you're saying, Gone with the Wind, the Corvette, I love the Corvette, and let me be on record right now, I even love the newest, latest edition of the Corvette. I know a lot of people don't love it. I happen to love the Corvette. I love the old-school Stingray Corvettes, Mm -hmm. and I love the newest of school Corvettes. I love American muscle cars, so if I ever get super rich, I'm not buying Ferraris, Lamborghinis. I'm buying Corvettes, yellow, bright yellow, banana yellow Corvettes. But let me just say something to you. You like a Bugatti? That's what I want. And so Bugatti is very good, yes? Bugatti. Yeah. I'm a muscle car. I'm an American muscle car guy, so I'm still into Corvettes. But, George, all these historical things that you're bringing up here this afternoon, mm-hmm. in 20 years, when somebody says, in this day in history, gone with the wind, people are going to be like, eh, who cares? This day in history, the Corvette, nah, who cares? On this day in history, USC and UCLA decided to leave for the Big Ten. It's just shocking. That's going to be a big thing. No question. I agree with you. It's going to be a monster moment. Like, there's no doubt. It is literally a shocking development. How, how, by the way, how left out of left field did this come today, right? Like, well, here's the other thing, and somebody in the community on Twitter said this too. How crazy is it that it was that it wasn't leaked beforehand? And did you see who was the original report on this? It wasn't. It wasn't like some you know well-known ESPN college football person. It was like the San Jose Mercury News or some like random smaller market wow. kind of newspaper publication, yeah. you know? They, and I saw it on the bottom line on ESPN. It was like, hey, USC, UCLA are going to join the Big Ten as reported by the San Jose Mercury News. And I think that's who, who reported it. Could have been the Sacramento Bee for all I know. I mean, I just looked at it and went, little town newspaper reports massive story about the two L.A. schools? It just was so out of left field and so utterly unexpected. No, it was amazing. It was incredible. Like I, I was stunned. Like stunned. Like I, at first, I didn't believe it, and and I was like, "Oh, wow, this is real." I just, I, I, I hate all of this realignment. On one hand, the old school part of me, I like USC versus UCLA in the Pac-12. I liked Oklahoma versus Nebraska back when it was a relevant, yeah. you know, kind of deal. Texas, Texas A&M, Pitt, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State. I liked all the old-school rivalries, Alabama, Auburn. But with all the realignment, I can't say, though, how excited I am. I I have to admit, to see USC play Michigan. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Ohio State. Wisconsin, right. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Although Keyshawn uh, tweeted earlier, he said, I'm glad I didn't have to make those trips because you see it on the map and it's so far away, you know? I know, but, but, listen... As much but as, I, I will say this for the kids, that's a pain in the ass. It is, but the, and, and because USC and UCLA will have to do so much traveling east, yeah, Mich- uh, Michigan will fly west and Wisconsin will fly west. But, but they're so, going to have to fly east way more. They will show you every year that USC and UCLA are in the conference. They will show you, here's the 150,000 miles that USC and UCLA had to travel, and here's the 25,000 miles Michigan and Ohio State had to travel for yeah, the season. Yeah, and it, it, I don't think that's insignificant. Like, there's been stories in uh, on NBA play on NBA teams that have had to travel the most, and it, it takes its toll. Now, granted, that's a little different because, you know, there are games every other night and sometimes even back-to-back, but making those trips coast-to-coast, you know, in essence in some cases, you know, every week or every other week, like – the scheduling is going to ha- is going to be fascinating, and I think it will wear them down a little bit at times. You're still talking about kids, man. I always feel like teams from the West Coast, in particular NFL teams, coming east is tough. Who go east is it's always really hard. Yeah, you know, because because let's just say, for example, let's say that the kickoff is at noon from Happy Valley in Penn State. Noon Eastern time is nine a.m. By the time you're on the field, okay, it's ten a.m. In the morning, you're, you're warming up at 10 a.m. That's 7 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah. The advantage is to the East Coast team, more often than not. Usually, yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, I'm sure Lincoln Riley will have the guys ready to roll, so I'm not really like super worried about that. You don't, you don't feel that confident about Chip Kelly, though, huh? Not yet. i got to see. Although, I think they'll be pretty good this year. Uh, look, if UCLA's not pretty good this year, then Chip's probably going to, you know. I don't know how much. I know he just signed an extension, but I don't know how much longer he's going to be around, is my guess. Well, the shine of his years at Oregon uh, have, have, you know, they've kind of 
been dulled, you know, through the different stops along the way and the lack of yeah. success since Oregon. Yeah. By the way, the reporter who broke this, John Wilner, uh, yeah. I just looked it up on the Yahoo story. That guy's been around forever covering the Pac-12. Like he's like a big, he's super connected in the yeah. Pac-12. But who was it? Well, like was was it one of those smaller town publications? Yeah, San Jose you. Mercury News is who he works for, mm-hmm. um, I believe. Um, and yeah, but he he has been around forever. He's the Pac-12 hotline guy. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm telling you, he's been around forever. Well, I'm not. I'm not doubting you. I'm just no, saying, I, I don't know the guy. You made him sound like he was, you know, like Joe Schmo's blog. You know. What well, I mean? I'm just saying, I mean, San Jose Mercury News, this is not Sam Farmer at the L.A. Times breaking a, an NFL story. You know what I'm I mean, saying? I, I mean, John Wilmer is kind of like Sam Farmer, though. But the San Jose Mercury for News. For college, is, for Pac-12 News is what yeah, I'm saying. But, it's, but he, the San Jose Mercury News is not the L.A. Times. It's you, not the New York Post. You know what Post. you just did? You did Tell the me. thing, I don't know him, so it's not, you know, he's not a big-time guy. Oh, no, no, he might be a big-time guy. I'm just saying the publication is a smaller market publication. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting still the, that it, it's still part of the Bay Area, San Jose. Um, it is, it is, uh, it is not. Uh, it's not the San Francisco Chronicle. I mean, it's San, not. Francisco, San Francisco. But the Chronicle San Jose Mercury like, News breaks a lot of news. Okay, well, I, I guess I better do a better job. I wonder if I follow the San Jose to, Mercury I, News. You know what? You better subscribe to it now. You know, I guess I better do better. You don't I subscribe do to journalism, though. So there's that. I subscribe to sensationalism, which is why the New York Post is more up my alley. Or the the sun, right, from, like, England or whatever. Right, the San Jose Mercury News. All right, I'm looking for these guys now. All right. I'm looking for them. And what's this guy's name? John Wilner. John Wilner. Yeah. W-I-L-N-E-R? Yes. Thank you for that. John Wilner. There he yeah, is. He's he's like a big time guy. I just saw when I, I Googled it now because I want to see who broke the story and Yahoo mm-hmm. had his name a, a, attributed to it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy's been around forever. All right. He's at Wilner Hotline. And uh, I just became his thirty three thousandth and eight hundred and first Twitter follower. Congratulations. Congratulations to him. He's got you on the radio promoting the fact that he's a big time guy. Well, but even people in our audience are saying he's a big time guy. Now I'm looking at the community. The community's uh, you know a little disappointed in you, Cappy. Yeah, I know. Somebody's saying some things. I don't know what happened here, but, uh, yeah, people are all over me right now. Oh, no, no, here's one. Yo, great Dusty Rhodes impression. Yeah, that one's the one I liked. I, mean, right, I went from deal- Mike Tyson to, to Dusty Rhodes in one segment, man. Come on, don't do that at home. Yeah, but you notice he didn't say a good Mike Tyson impression. That's true, but I'm just telling you, you'll twist yeah. your tongue. Yeah. All right, big deal or no deal next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks, Christopher. Now, Laura, you take it away today because Lindsay's out. It's Laura's gig today. Oh, my God. Thank you, Sedano. See, I can't pull it off. It wasn't bad. <laughs> I try. I was like, I'm going to try this, but, you know, no, 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 not my thing. Okay, here we go. Cappy, this one, I think, was written for you. Logan Paul is officially becoming a WWE superstar. The YouTube inked a deal with a wrestling giant that will have him involved in multiple events throughout next year. Cappy, is this a big deal or no deal? I'm going to go big deal. I think this is so freaking brilliant by the WWE and by this kid, Paul. Just the same way I think it's brilliant that that the Big Ten went after USC and UCLA or vice versa. I just love this move. This guy's got millions and millions of YouTube subscribers, and he's got ways to communicate to all of these people. So now you're bringing all of his people into the WWE. I think it's brilliant on both sides. Big deal. 
Yeah, I think it's a it's a big deal. There's no doubt. And by the way, our buddy Ariel Hawani uh, was first to report that. So good job by our buddy Ariel. We're going to try to get Ariel on tomorrow. There's a big UFC uh, card this weekend. UFC 276 is going to be pretty awesome. Um, so make sure you check that out. But yeah, it's a big deal. It's it, you nailed it, Cappy. It's, it's just a smart business decision for both. I love Ariel because just like I, he cannot ride a bike. He cannot ride a bike. That's no. fair. Okay, second one. I told you I could teach you. You've been saying that for months, so I'm going to go, go to with, a park. you know. Just need to go to a park. <laughs> I can't be. Laura, there is a place, though, that uh-huh. that will teach you in like 90 minutes to ride a bike. I right. literally sent. Uh, for like so 30 that, bucks or something. Oh, like dude, that. I have to do that. Because I remember when you posted to Donna that your wife like succeeded in teaching yeah, with my art. daughter. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, I need to contract your wife. Cause but yeah. Know. So, but, but here's the thing. I think that you can do that. The problem is, it's going to be like a lot of like six and seven year olds there with you. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. funny though. You know, Oh, it would be great. Grown video. ass woman. <laughs> yeah. It would be a great video. Oh my God. Okay. Moving on. So radio one oh one, as we all know, the mic is always hot. So be careful with what you say. Well, it seems that Howard Stern forgot that, the basic rule, the golden rule, your mic is always hot. During a break on his XM show, Stern was chatting with his producer and mentioned that they wouldn't be able to talk much this summer. His co-host, Robin Quivers, joined the conversation and Howard mentioned that he was going to be doing Dr. Doom. He admits he's less than thrilled about it. The problem, Marvel hasn't announced the Dr. Doom project yet and is unclear if it will be a standalone film or a Disney Plus series about the character. Is Stern Slip a big deal or no deal, Sedano? I mean, it's always a big deal because it's the Marvel Universe and people go nuts for it, understandably so. So, yes, it is a big deal. Well, then throw on top of that. Yeah, big deal. Throw on top of it. You're talking about Stern. And it's, you know, it's not really, I hate to say it. It's like, yeah, the the mics are hot, but you're kind of relying on your people. You know, and, but Stern's mm-hmm. a huge, like, comic book fan yeah. So how he somehow becomes this character, whoever the character is, you know, I'm not into the Marvel stuff, but I'm a Stern fan, so I would probably be going. But, man, he puts that out there unknowingly, well, and that could turn into quite the big buzz. That's cool, man. I well, like that story. I figured, like, A, either they did it on purpose, so it leaks, right? Mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. like you said, like, I'm really big on you guys. Like, yo, you're clear. Because I know, like Sedano says, he likes to curse. So I have to be careful. Or if someone's in the studio, I'm like, yo, someone's here. You got to take care of your people. But they're here neither. Yep. All right. After not commenting on the new Lightyear film, the original Buzz Lightyear, a.k.a. Tim Allen, finally broke silence. He said, "This this is a whole new team that really has nothing to do with the first movies. The short answer is I've stayed out of it because it has nothing to do with the character. There's no real... There's really no Toy Story Buzz without Woody. Woody is Buzz's best pal and was played and was played. Oh, sorry. Was Woody's best pal. My bad. It says that he didn't really think that the movie was. It was I pretty much. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about the original one throwing shade to the new one. Just saying. But do you guys think it's a big deal or no deal that he thinks um, kind of well, about the I don't think it's a big deal because I think it's look. This is a different story. It's an origin story about Buzz Lightyear. You know what I mean? So it's not like, and it's not like Buzz Lightyear the toy from Toy Story. It's like the Buzz Lightyear actual superhero Person. character. So considering the um, interest in superheroes and the interest in Toy Story, it's at least a worthwhile project. I would say. I'm going to say this is no deal because I didn't even know there was a new Buzz Lightyear. And I like the old I Buzz Lightyear. I told you. I've done it for a We have talked about yeah. this on the show. Like, yeah, but it's one of those things that, listen, a lot of times <laughs> when I get off the air, I forget about everything that happened on the air. Yeah, but that it's makes just, sense. But it's still one of those things that, like, really? So there's a new one that's a prequel. I hate prequels, by the way. Can't you start from the beginning? Anyway. <laughs> that is the beginning. No, 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 yeah. no. But it came after. Right. It's an origin story. Anyway. I love Buzz Lightyear. I love Woody. I really love that movie. I didn't know there was a new one. And Tim Allen throwing shade, no deal. Okay. So here's another one for you guys. Yeah. As of 2024, the airline says it will be offering full bunk beds to its economy class passengers. Which airline? It just says airlines. Oh, airlines as in general? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. It says not just for the wealthy at the front of the plane. 
and a welcoming option for those stuck in long-haul flights. So you can't just be out of nowhere. you got to be, like, probably stuck somewhere. Passengers will be able to rent one of six separate life flat sleep pods for four-hour periods. Is this approach for the economy class flying a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Oh, it's Air New Zealand, by the way. I just found it here. So uh, it, I'm looking at it here. It's pretty damn cool. Um, I'm wondering what the cost of this will be because it doesn't Probably actually... Probably going to be cheap. I'm just saying. And it's only on their 787s, um, and it will start in 2024. 2024, yes. Um, Yo, airline if... prices are so bad. I'm trying to go Wait, to New you York. you want to hear something? Listen. Go, hold on. Let me tell you about this. Have you ever been in one of those live flats, Cappy? Yeah. I, they're amazing. Yeah, they're, I mean, it's a game changer, of course. I, I mean, I can sleep in those things. Even if it's for a few hours, Like I can knock out in one of those things. Yeah, I've so, done plenty of like cross-country, uh, late-night red eyes with those things. It's just total game changer. Yeah, you actually feel like you have like some rest. Yes, I would agree. So, yeah, it, 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 look, there, some airlines you can find, like, I'll give you an example, like JetBlue. Sometimes certain routes on certain days, like you have to find like kind of like you have to bargain shop a little bit and do a lot of research, but you can find it for not economy prices, but not first class prices is what I would say. It's like decent. Um, yeah, I would say like you could find some of them at like a 60% discount, 65% Ooh. discount. And that on a cross country trip is absolutely worth it. You know, Laura, you're saying about prices for uh, airline tickets. Mm -hmm. When I went to Pittsburgh a couple of weeks ago, mm -hmm. you would have thought that I was flying to Rome New yeah. or New Zealand, for that matter. That's how expensive the plane ticket was. So I didn't have bad. really, I didn't have an option. But you know what? Today, I was booking a flight for my son to go back to college. Mm -hmm. LAX to Pittsburgh. There is only one. This direct. is unbelievable. Only one direct flight, LAX yeah, to Pittsburgh, it. that I could I find. Okay? It's so bad. Now, here's the problem. Yeah. The least expensive ticket was the only nonstop. Granted, it's a red-eye, which I don't have a problem with. Oh, I love red-eye flights. Not but you're, I hate but, you, but what what airline is it? You ready? Mm. What Spirit is? Airline. Oh, no. Spirit. no. So ultimately, I said to my son, what's the most important thing? Getting there the fastest without having to do a layover? Well, guess what? You're going on Spirit. And you know what we're going to do? Because now I'm going to fight back against Spirit. Rather than paying them all this money for carry-ons or for luggage or for anything else, I'm going to ship his crap back to Pittsburgh. It's cheaper. And then rather than pay Spirit. Yeah. You're not getting me this time, Spirit. I'm getting you. Oh, Spirit sucks, man. What? When is he flying back, Happy? August 2nd, I think. Okay, August 2nd. Hold on a second. Looking here on kayak real quick. You're going to try and find another flight for me? Yeah, yeah. Hold you want to fly New York, uh, find one for New York? Hold on, LAX. <laughs> LAX to Pittsburgh, George. I found one oh, American Airlines, direct flight. Bro. One stop. Oh, one stop. Sorry. See, direct versus one stop. How much but was the? How much was the Spirit Airlines? Two fifty five. Oh, that's not bad. Direct. Yeah, but then you got to pay all the other stuff. Yeah. I, but I'm not going to do it. I'm yeah. going to ship his stuff like UPS. I don't know. Amazon can take it on a drone for all I care. All I'm saying is is that rather than pay them another $1,000 where they're like, we got you, idiot. You paid two fifty-five. It was the cheapest flight, no stops. And you know what? We got you for all the luggage because now you're screwed. I'm going to get them. He just got to get there safely. Spirit, just get them there safely. It's all I'm asking. Yeah. Let me curse um, you on air. But get my, my son there safely. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. I mean, you could do like, you know, I don't know, man. I'd do the, I, I would never fly Spirit. I got never. stuck on I did Spirit. it one time, and it was like a 90-minute flight, and I will never do it again. It's so bad. They So with us, well, first of all, I was going to Cincinnati, but that's a whole other situation. Right. They super gypped us because my friend bought the the flight. We yeah. ended in Spirit. It was a horrible experience. They no, shipped awful. it. Oh, it was just not worth it. Not you know, worth and I, the same Delta and doesn't I, direct to Cincinnati every day. You Delta is amazing. Delta's yeah. great. And and I uh, I will tell you that I've flown Frontier, and I've sworn I'll never fly Frontier that's, again. That's Frontier is spiritish. Yeah. And, and I know it's adjacent, is. And, but and very close. Here's the thing about Spirit Airlines I should really be thinking to myself yeah. about. One of my college roommates is a pilot for Spirit Airlines. Right. And I'm like, dude, if I get on that plane and my man is flying it, I'm off. No, dude, that's my man right there, but he ain't flying me. Oh wow! I mean, he could be working for American Delta. He could be working for Southwest. I love them all, but not him. He ain't flying me. Wow, Captain. Really? Wow. He ain't flying. What's this guy's name?
For I real? Yeah, I can't tell you. Captain. Oh. Let's just call him Captain. Yeah. We just want to know. Well, I don't fly Frontier or. Yeah, so we're good. Actually, I'm only joking. You know what, man? I This guy, if he if he was flying me, I'd be like, wow, that's my man up there. He's flying it. I mean, I'm shocked. It. I'm shocked that he's a pilot, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. You know, none of my college buddies are like, yo, Kaplan's on the radio. They're like, no way, really? They're like, yeah, that's kind of what he was always probably going to do. But this guy being a pilot, it's like, really? This Big surprise. It, kinda... Well, doesn't that happen to you occasionally with, like, guys who are, like, cops that you yes. grew up with? Yes. And you're like, I never would have thought this guy would be a cop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My one buddy who I went to college with who became a cop, he was a cop before he was a cop. Or the girls that are now, like, soccer moms and they're like super like goody two shoes i'm like what the hell happened to you got married and became a soccer mom they were doing a oh, lot in high I school have, though so there's a girl that i know just who will remain nameless just who saying. is like n- not only like she was a party animal okay like of the highest order and she's now and i look ain't knocking it you know but like Super, super religious now, dude. And I'm like, how did that happen? Yeah, (laughs) I got one just like that. I have a buddy of mine, one of my college buddies. He became a rabbi. He's been a rabbi for 25, 30 years. This guy, wow. You know, he's probably 53 years old. He's probably been a rabbi 25 years. Yeah. This guy in college, I'm like, wait a second, come on, you, you're a religious like leader of a community, like a congregation of people. Really? Okay, if you say so. Yeah. Pretty weird, man. So weird. Yeah. Did I mention I'm this guy wasn't Jewish? Flights, Did I mention there that? are no Did directs. I've tried every airport. I've tried Ontario. I've tried Santa yeah, Ana. Dude, same. I, I tried San Diego. I tried John Wayne. I tried yeah. Long Beach. And I yeah. finally just said Burbank. LAX. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going just LAX. Burbank now. No directs. Yeah. But I found you like a cheap, um, like a like a pretty cheap um, one stop. Less than two fifty five. Not less than two fifty five. Think about that. More. The cheapest flight is the only direct flight because it's Spirit. Yeah. Can you find me some yeah. flights to Cleveland? I got to go to Cleveland, Ohio. So there's a Why? red eye, or Ontario to Pittsburgh. Ontario mm-hmm. up in uh, you know like the Pomona area. I.e. Yeah. Um, through Atlanta, mm-hmm. red oh. eye. Hmm. You know. I'll never do a red eye with a stop again ever. No, that's awful. But you know, I mean, it's your kid. What do you care? I know. Well, that's, again, direct flight, Spirit Airlines, not going to pay them for all the extra stuff. Shout out to Spirit. I hope you guys are safe and uh, and successful. But I've done this before where I thought I was getting the cheaper flight, and then I wind up having to pay for all the baggage. Is there another city much that's more. close by that's not Pittsburgh? No, Pittsburgh's really it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could have probably thought about, like, Wheeling, West Virginia. Well, that seems even harder to get to. I would think so. That's. Yeah. I mean, you're not going <laughs> to find a bunch of direct flights, are you? Yeah. No. you got to go to Cleveland? I, I mean, ask Lindsay. She probably I gotta, knows. I know. i got to go to Cleveland to go see, on a weekend, my kid's college football team is going to play against Notre Dame, George, in Cleveland, no Ohio. Yeah. Well, not real Notre Dame, like Notre Dame College, not like, you know, Notre Dame on NBC. And uh, I gotta. that's on a Saturday, and the Browns open up against the Jets the next day. So I'm going to make it a little uh, football weekend, you know? Oh, good for you. Probably looking at one of those red eyes, too. Probably looking at, like, the 930 flight out of LAX right into Cleveland. Hmm. All right, that is Big Deal No Deal. We're way over the break. We'll be back in two minutes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, yeah. Good. This is a good jam right here. This sounds good. I like this. Come on. What do we got yeah. here, Laura? I don't know what we have here, but this yeah. sounds good. Yeah, yeah. It's you know who that is? I mean, I know the song. Now I know the song. Alan, John, and Dua Lipa. <laughs> Go, Cappy. See, you feel mm. this, right, George? You feel it. Yeah. 
When you feel it, that's what you do. You're like, uh, uh, yeah, yo, uh. See, you just feel it, and you just make noises. By the way, I want to say to everybody who's listening this afternoon, early this evening, thank you for sending me the love, telling me that my impressions are so bad that that's what makes them good. And, and again, respect. You know, Put a little respect on my name here. When you can go from Mike Tyson to Dusty Rhodes in the same segment, and I want my damn respect, too. Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's like gymnastics of the tongue right there is what that is. Yeah. Okay. I mean, thankfully, Mike Tyson and Dusty Rhodes both have kind of a lift. Feel me? Yeah. Anyway, uh, George, are you still playing uh, traveling secretary right now? I am. I'm getting you your flight to Cleveland. God, what time do you want to fly back from Cleveland? Oh, the earliest flight, man. The first 704? flight Yeah, 704. Yeah, so you're looking at $582 in economy, round trip. Round trip, huh? Yeah. Okay, what time do I get into L.A.? Uh, 9.12? In the morning. That's great. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I'm in. Okay. You God, go. you're good, man. For me, this is like a monster chore. Like, I, ho- really? I it's so procrastinate easy. for it so long. Easy. Yeah. Oh, man. Super easy. Well, it's a nice little break from the day. Today was a crazy day. As we uh, head off into the evening, guys, to wrap up today, it all happened at around, like, for me, like around, like, 1130. It went from USC and UCLA are reportedly going to join the Big, Tw- Big, the Big Ten to Kevin Durant wants out in advance of free agency opening Right, and then Mason Ireland lying that Kevin Durant would be a Laker. Wow, it's a lie, huh? I mean, it's not really happening. I mean, was it a theory or was it a lie? I mean, they were like making it. See, they were taking calls. They were milking that thing, boy. Really? Yeah. So now, later, as the day has progressed, USC and UCLA not exactly being bashful about it. I mean, they're putting out press releases on this thing. They're celebrating it. It went from yeah. it's rumored to we're acknowledging it all within just a couple of hours. Durant, the Durant story's out there. The Kyrie story's out there. The Lakers, George, and I would love it if you could do this because, frankly, for me, I don't know these guys. Seriously. The Lakers go out and sign four dudes here today in free agency. And by all accounts, check me on this, they're all clutch clients. Is that really, really true? Correct, yeah. Well, I don't think Damian Jones is, but Lonnie Walker, Troy Brown uh, Jr., and Juan Toscano-Anderson. So the Lakers add all these pieces to the puzzle today. Nobody's doing cartwheels like they just won the championship. No, but, but they're good signings. Like I, they, I, I actually believe, you know me, I, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I think those are all good signings. That, those are the type of players the Lakers need. Um, they need guys who are young. They went really old last year. Right. Uh, I think some. I put a tweet that I found from somebody uh, on Twitter. It said, Lakers went from old folks home to last chance you. <laughs> that's pretty funny but yeah. that's actually but it's a good point though right like last year it was carmelo and it was dwight and it was russ and it was all these guys and you know we were thinking to ourselves well they're kind of old and then of course you know you pointed out well yeah but the the older teams are the teams that you know have won the championships just by average age right and but they course, were they were way over right and these guys were as charles barkley called them all year old fogies and what they've done is they've gone out and gotten a bunch of young guy role players who should all be grateful that they're sharing a locker room with the king. So all these kids will come in and be like, yo, uh, listen to what I tell you to do. And they're like, okay, LeBron, whatever you say, just tell me to do it. And that's the way it should be, by the way. Mm -hmm. And now, as we get to the end of the day, and the end of this crazy-ass day in sports, now you've got the Dodgers and the Padres in what is essentially – a battle for first place because yep. even though the Dodgers are in first place, they have the same number of wins, these two teams. They do. What a day in sports. George, it actually forced you and me to talk sports today. I know. And, you know, we did a decent job. We I Yeah. We're all right. It was all right. We did okay. Amazing day, right? Like yeah. Thursday afternoon. This day was so big. You ready? Like, you're never going to get to the pitching performance of Otani last night or the last four starts that the guys had and how he is dominating baseball, that can't even make it on the radar today. Right, right, right. It's pretty insane if you think about it. I mean, what a freaking awesome day to be a sports fan 
and all this crazy stuff just happens, dude. It does. It, it, but this is what we live for. These are the days I live for to come on the air and actually talk about this stuff. Not that I don't enjoy us talking about Dead Meow 5, as you referred to him <laughs> yesterday. The um, Dead those Meow are great, 5. too. But I definitely enjoy these days because it gives us actually some real. And you don't get these days on June 30th very often. Well, actually, I should take that back. The NBA stuff you do, but not this much stuff. Like, literally, we, get, we didn't get to the Dodgers to the last hour of the show. Right. In fact, we actually forgot about them. We did. We, we literally <laughs> forgot about them when they were supposed to be on every week on Thursday at 545. My bad. No, oh, it's man. our fault, too. We should have remembered. So, Dude, what a story today, this USC-UCLA thing. Because honestly, George, again, if... Monstrous, Cap. It, like, this is legitimately the biggest... It, with the USC part, particularly when it comes to college football, it is the biggest move, I think, in college football history. Yeah. Well, listen... Um, when you're playing at Ohio State, at Michigan, um, you're playing in the, the heart of America, and the biggest television market in that area is Chicago. So, theoretically, the Big Ten has Rutgers in New York. Well, that's Again, true. We in, forgot the northwestern in, part of it, yeah. Right. In theory, you've got Rutgers in New York, Maryland in Washington, D.C., Northwestern in Chicago, but Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin, Iowa, Illinois, these are all middle of the country. Chicago is the centerpiece. And now you've got L.A. Yeah. What a move. Yeah, you know what I think is going to end up happening for the rest of the Pac-12? They're just going to, like, the ACC will pick off a couple of Big 12 teams. They'll pick off two. My guess is, like, West Virginia because they were already part of the Big East back in the day, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then maybe, like, I don't know. Who else would you want? Would you want Kansas if you're the ACC? Just for the basketball, right? You'd probably you want might. Kansas. You might. Yeah. Um, their football stinks, but you would probably want them just for just for the basketball, because it, ACC is a basketball school. I mean, a basketball conference. So, um, and then the rest of those schools and the Big Tw and the Pac twelve can just merge into their own super conference. You know? Yeah, so, but they're gonna right. be they're gonna be second class citizens, dude. Yeah, we got to run though, Cappy. Great job today, Cappy. Great job, Laura. We will talk to you mañana. See ya. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.